Welcome back to a very special episode of the Boostly Podcast, and I've got something really cool to show you. So last night, I recorded a very cool roundtable all about direct bookings with Damien Sheridan of The Book Direct Show, with Vinny from Uplisting, and Leo from Superhawk. Us four combined, we just chatted the shit, talked all about direct bookings, about trust, about what we need to bring into our websites to, to turn a looker into a booker, and it was amazing. So if you want to find out more about Superhog, check out superhog.com, the Book Direct Show, and obviously uplisting.io. Uplisting is a PMS. The Book Direct Show is, is, a, is a, an event that is going to be in Miami in October. And obviously Superhog is the um, verification service. I've got to go, as you can hear. Let's pass it over to the four of us as we chat all about direct bookings. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Book Direct Masterclass. Today, I'm joined by industry experts Damien Sheridan, Mark Simpson, and Vinny Breslin. How are you, chaps? Very well, Leo. Thank you very much. I'm, ve I'm very well, and it's, it wasn't obvious that you're reading it at all, so well done. <laughs> and, uh, can I just say, while we're here, guys, and we were supposed to be joined by Cindy Darling, and unfortunately, she had to drop out because she's not feeling very well. So. She was actually the only one genuine industry expert that we asked to do, get involved today. So she's a big loss, big loss. I'm sure we'll struggle. I'm sure we'll struggle. Yeah, we, we, we really will. Okay, um, and uh, as you're all here, it'd be great. It'd be great if you could introduce yourself. So Vinny, let's, uh, let, let's start with you. Yeah, I, I'm Vinny Breslin. Um, I'm founder or one of the founders of Uplisting, which is a property and channel manager, self-serve property channel manager. Um, we operate all over the world, um, have members from five to 500 properties, and uh, we help you list across multiple OTAs, um, but also launch your own direct booking engine um, or get, get started at least, and uh, lots of automation features to help you put your business on autopilot. Brilliant. Vinny, thanks for, thanks for telling us a bit about that. And I'm going to ask you more about this direct booking functionality that you, you help people build, because I think it's very interesting. Um, and then Mark, tell us a bit about yourself. So my name is Mark Simpson. I have been in and around hospitality since the age of five, uh, born in a, a little bed and breakfast in just off the Scarborough and Whitby in the Yorkshire coast. 2016, started helping hosts to generate direct bookings. And I've just been talking about it nonstop since then. This year, I authored my very first book, which was the book, Direct Playbook, which I'll get on screen now. Uh, on Amazon, you can go check it out. And yeah, no, very fortunate. There you go. There you go. Nice. Thank you. So now very fortunate to have met some amazing people over the, my years of doing this. Um, obviously, Damien, Vinny, Leo, and so many uh, cool people that I've met doing and talking about direct bookings. And so being part of this is, uh, is awesome. Thank you very much for the invite. Brilliant. Uh, great intro. And you didn't reference being a Liverpool fan, so even better. Um, and now my brother in arms as fellow Man United fan, Damien Sheridan. Tell us a bit about yourself. Hey, Leo. Thank you for the invite, uh, Team Superhog. Uh, yeah, as Mark says, look, I've, over the last few years, I've met some great people, including your good selves. Um, Damien Sheridan, I am an SEO consultant in the short-term rental industry. Been doing that for about eight or nine years. More recently, being um, the host and director of the Book Direct Show, which is an event specifically uh, dedicated to short-term rental hosts and managers to help them get more um, direct bookings. And uh, also a more recent conference that we've, we're now hosting called Scale Rentals, which is in Barcelona later on this month. So um, yeah, that's me. Great. I never know if you really need to introduce people because essentially, you know, 
you've probably read the blurb. You probably, you know, you probably recognise the names. But you know, it's nice to do it anyway, isn't it? Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, I'm Leo Walton. I'm one of the co-founders of Superhog. Superhog exists to make the vacation rental industry safer. We always say prevention is better than cure, and we tackle the issue of rental fraud, bad guests, party bookings in many different ways, namely advanced guest screening with financial protections. And we're interested in, again, how can we make sure that property managers aren't always on the back foot and don't always have to have their hand in their pocket to pay for damages? Um, guys, what a great lineup we've got. Let's dive straight in to the questions. Mark, can you start us off? When, when we're talking about a direct booking, what do we mean? Well, for me, for when you say the word direct booking, it means that you're getting a booking that is on your terms, as in your policies. I think a lot of people sort of misconstrue direct bookings with saving money, as in you don't have to pay the commission costs. But but for me, the, the main benefit of when somebody books with you directly and not via a third party is you don't have to play in somebody else's sandpit. It's literally on your terms, your policies. So if something like, I don't know, a global pandemic comes around, you're not then having your whole revenue, your whole year dictated by by somebody else. And I feel like for me, I don't know, and people, other people may have different definitions of it, but for me, that's what direct booking means. Perfect. Um, very, very interesting. Damien, um, what are your best tips, you know, for, um, you know, managing direct booking successfully and efficiently? I know you work with clients regularly on this. What, what are you advising them on this? Leo, um, there are, well, there's so many ways, you know, well, apart from just looking at SEO, which we might address later on, um, you know, there's, even if we forgetting technology for the moment, the good old telephone is, is an amazing way to communicate with our guests. You know, a lot of people forget this. There are many thousands and millions of people out there who actually still want to speak to somebody. They want to know that there is a person there at the other end. Uh, you know, fraud is rife in our industry. So that, you know, helps in terms of our credibility. We're there to answer the phone. But look, you know, in terms of all kinds of new technology that there is available, if we're looking at an actual uh, book direct website or website, um, you know, more simply put, you know, things like WordPress or CMSs for me are the way forward um, in terms of um, get, driving more bookings, driving more traffic and more interest in your particular brand. Booking engines obviously help. Uh, communication tools like WhatsApp are great. But in terms of like managing the bookings themselves, look, I think the majority of people who are going to be watching this probably have a PMS of some sort, like like Vinny's tools uh, or a CRM, you know, to to manage their communication with their guests. So I think that those kind of things are really important. But overall, it's it's the communication, you know, opening up that communication and um, harnessing the, the steps all the way through from, from point of inquiry, booking, uh, during, the, during the stay and post-booking. Sure, interesting, interesting point. And I think you mentioned what, what Vinny's doing, and, and obviously we'll let, you talk, we'll let you speak on that, Vinny, but it seems to me like we've, in this respect, we've, we, we, we've maybe got it the wrong way around because as property managers, often you start by um, approaching channel booking seems to be the first port of call. I'd be really interested. What uh, I'm sure you guys maybe have some stats on it. Like what what typically, Vinny, you'll be able to tell us. But where do property managers start? Are they starting with Airbnb and then eventually they realise they need to branch out? Like what 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 seems to be the pattern? Yeah, definitely. Uh, for, at least for the vast majority of our, the members who sign up to our platform, um, who are typically they've been around for maybe 
you know, a few months at least. They kind of have, they've got a business um, operating and they're looking to professionalize or streamline their, their operations is kind of at the point where they would look, look to use Uplisting. Um, we that. 99% of our members are on Airbnb. So they're they're starting off on Airbnb and they're thinking, okay, how can I branch out? What other booking sites should I be looking at? Um, whether it's Verbo, Booking.com, Google Vacation Rentals, whatever it is. Um, but but also they're familiar with threat bookings and um, as an option and they're kind of looking to explore and um, start that journey basically. And we, we kind of, um, yeah, that, that's how, that's, that's, that, that's what they're coming to, to us as. Yeah. And do you uh, do you find that that's something that everybody's asking for straight away? They're saying, hey, get, build me that direct booking website. I need, to, I need to start that process. It's a mixture. You know, some people are really, really into it. Some people are, um, I think we'll talk about this later, but, you know, scared of the of the, the prospect of starting to, like, uh, to, to work with direct booking. So, like, if we're thinking of um, or how we kind of advise people to start with direct bookings, um, very much look at uh, trying to explain to them that it's a journey. You know, you don't need to start off with all the bells and whistles. Um, so direct bookings is a journey. You know, first and foremost, get getting a position where you can take a direct booking and process a payment um, before you have a you know a fully bespoke direct booking website that that Mark may provide, for example. Um, so we recommend using starting off with our. We have like a one-click solution within Uplisting. So just click a button, have a direct booking website connected to Stripe and start taking payments today. Um, then kind of looking towards where am I getting bookings from? That's the, that's the second question. Like, where are these people coming from? Um, the, the lowest hanging fruit for people starting out, uh, I think, is previous guests. So having a simple email, SMS strategy to educate existing guests. First of all, just educate them that you can book direct next time um, and just use your like post-checkout message as a, as a way to do that. Um, and then once you get the momentum and you start thinking about how I can, you know, get better at direct bookings and um, looking at things like SEO that Damien can help with and a, a, a more advanced direct booking website that Mark can, can help with. Um, so if you kind of get into that phase as you grow out and learn more about direct bookings on that kind of journey that you're on. Yeah, very interesting point. Damien or Mark, anything to add to that? No, I think he's nailed it. I think with people that are coming to to uplisting, obviously, like they're going to be majority of the time on f- five properties and around and around five properties. So it's like by the time they've got to five properties, they've already will have, you know, been listed on the OTAs that have been listed on your, you know, your Airbnb. They may be like linking calendars here and there. So they know the process. Like I speak to a lot of people that are just literally getting started. I do a lot of clubhouse rooms, like clubhouse is still a thing. And on, on the clubhouse rooms, there's people that are literally getting started with one and they just would love just the comfort of, of Airbnb. But I feel like it's, it's my job to say to them, listen, don't just settle for one platform, go and get everywhere. And then once you've got everywhere, then you can go and tap into the, the amazing resources of Uplisting and all these other PMSs that can give you the tools to sort of link it together. And then, like I say, with Uplisting, a one-click website that you've then got your direct booking website Fantastic. It is so simple. The main thing that we have to do as vendors is we can't overwhelm the host. We can't overwhelm these management companies that are just getting started because when they get overwhelmed, they just go, right now, sod that, I'll go back to Airbnb. So that's like, I mean, that's that's our biggest challenge is why we're doing things like this to sort of help educate and just show that it doesn't have to be a massive step. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I would uh, concur with that. You know, and I think both of the guys have touched on this. It's it can be quite daunting uh, to start off with this journey. Um, you know, especially if you're looking at suddenly leaving the safety net of uh, of a you know a secure OTA 
which is taking all your payments for you, your, your damage deposits. They, you know, they'll make sure if there's any issues with the guests that they will pay you a million dollars or whatever like this, you know, and then suddenly you're on your own. That's a really daunting step for a lot of people. Um, however, you know, it's not as tricky as you might think at all. And there's so many great tools out there to help, you know, Superhog being one. But uh, there are so many tools out there uh, that make these processes so simple and, uh, you know, give us such reassurance in the background. But it's just that first step. I think we all need to we've all been there. You know, we all just need to, to take that first step and then, uh, you know, and then away we go. I think you're dead right, Damien, um, especially with that point you made about Superhawk. That was really that was a really good point. Um, the um, people are going to turn around and say, but it's expensive to invest the time and effort into this. I would assume, Mark, I'm looking at you here. Like, is it how easy is it to implement these strategies? Is it going to save you money quickly? As far as how, as far as how easy it is to implement it, it really is simple. And like there's companies like what, what I've created with Boostly and obviously everybody around here, we, we're, we're always trying to re-innovate and we're trying to make it as simple as possible because this is the one thing that Airbnb in particular have done really well is their marketing message. If you look at their marketing message, it's click sign up and you can have a listing on Airbnb within the next 30 minutes and make it so simple. And when, like Damien said, you've got somebody that has maybe got one or two properties or maybe even five properties. And they're now looking at, okay, right. They've looked at the, the commission costs. They've looked at all of the things and the profit margins aren't the best. And they go, well, how can I get more profit out of this? Well, they, they hear about this, this beautiful thing called direct bookings, but then they get overwhelmed because they think of security. They think of all of those things that Airbnb do for them. And so this is exactly what I've been doing for the last five, six years, everything that we do here is to try and make sure that it is as simple as like Vinny said, one click and you've got a website, or it is as simple as putting a book together like this for less than $20, which has got a hundred tips on how to get your own direct bookings. Vinny mentioned one of them about how simple it is, but I'm just messaging guests that already know, like, and love and trust you. It's a case of showcasing those little things that I've done and everybody here has done and, and all of our team Boostly members have done. And it's just by consistently showing them and showing them and showing them how easy it is to do it. For example, now with our websites, our WordPress websites, we've created one where it's literally 80% done. All they have to do is add their pictures, add their text, and boom, it's ready to go. So we're always trying to re-innovate and trying to make it as simple as possible. So if we keep doing this, hopefully the message will spread and these more direct bookings and more companies will start to, to get on board sooner rather than later. I, mean, it's, I like that point, Mark, the 80% point, because that's what I think um, all three of you are working on in your own ways. You're you're making it incredibly easy for people to make that switch. Damien, one thing I think you can speak to, certainly with more uh, gravitas than I could, is is you know you're collecting your your different bits of data from guests. You're retargeting people. You're putting things in your email signature about booking direct and all sort of stuff. But then you still need to draw that traffic to your website. Um, can you talk to us about the importance of SEO and sort of initial tips for how you can get started there? Oh my! Um, well, it's it's a long process, Leo. It's it's uh, it's not something to be entered into uh, without a long term strategy. Here, this is something that you are not going to see significant milestones for for many months, if not even beyond a year. So, <laughs> it's something to to consider. However, um, it, you know, in the long run, it's going to pay off handsomely. So, um, it. SEO, search engine optimization, for those who, who don't know, it's all about essentially structuring your website in a way to 
to please search engines and to make your domain into a, a platform of expertise and authority. So that's about building up, you know, uh, the whole site in terms of fresh, uh, relevant and authoritative content in your, in your given area, your types of property, but also, you know, in blogs, uh, um, about <clears throat> events in your area, you know, new things that are going on and just, just really building up that, that level of, of authority in your area. In time, it will happen, but it's not a quick process. Um, so it is something to be, it's an investment of time. Once it, you start to please those search engines, uh, whilst also pleasing your guest, might I add, because if you write too much for search engines, you have, uh, you know, if you write very robotically and just stuff keywords in there, it will not work very well for your guest uh, engagement. Um, but um, it will, you know, you will start to climb those rankings. You will start to appear on the first page for certain keywords that you might have researched and you're targeting. So it's, uh, yeah, it, it do, the rewards are there. And, uh, you know, and I work with, with uh, clients and, and myself and the, the simplest things can pay off amazingly. Um, you know, I've, I've spoken about this with Mark before on, uh, on videos and webinars, but I've, you know, from my own side, I did uh, just a simple page on um, bars to watch the football in my local town. And, uh, you know, it's little things like that that nobody necessarily writes about, but people do search for. And, um, you know, whilst you may not necessarily get a booking from those straight away, it's like, oh, yeah, I, I remember that that brand because they answered that question, you know, and it's just little things like that to get your brand into uh, people's minds. So um, copywriting. And, you know, uh, and Mark and I know Louise Brace as well. She does an amazing job on, um, on this kind of um, content that's relevant for your local area. This is all the kind of thing that you can build up for your business and then your, your direct booking website that works wonders for SEO. But as I said, you know, I don't want to uh, go on about it too much, but it, it does take time. Good on it. There's a disclaimer there, isn't it? Look, sign me up, but it takes time. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Um, uh, well, it seems to me that there's lots of little elements to this, aren't there? That, that, that when when sort of accumulated, it become your strategy, right? Which I'm sure is is the point. You've got to do all the little things really well to, 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 to make sure you're not missing an opportunity. One of those things is making sure the website is super enticing. Vinny, you can probably speak on this a bit. What what tips would you give people to make your website enticing so it can compete with that, the OTA experience that, that a lot of guests are used to being? Yeah, well, I mean, there's... The or Mark touched on price there. That's an, that's an obvious one. Um, you, you can have lower prices. So you're, you got about at least 10% margin to play with compared to what guests are seeing on, on OTAs. Uh, so you, you can use that, you know, you can give a 5% discount, you give a 10% discount, whatever it is you want. Um, that's, that's one obvious way to do it. And we make that really easy and up to see we have like, you know, custom markups that you can, if you enter a hundred dollars, for example, on, on uplisting and, and lots of other software, um, it marks it up or down based on where that is going to. So Airbnb might be higher, Booking.com might be even higher, and directs are, are lower. Uh, loyalty programs is another one. Um, it can be really as simple as just member only rates. Doesn't have to be a really complex, uh, you know, system. Um, and then you you also have more opportunity, you know, through a website like Mark might provide um, to have additional content and guides and and videos even that you know you're you're limited on Airbnb or Booking.com to um, what you can display to a guest. But on uh, your direct booking website, you have a lot more uh, room to play with. So I think there's there, those are three ways that um, you can uh, stand out um, from OTAs. 
I just want to just touch upon that. I think the main thing that every host, everybody that's got a website, everybody that has a direct booking website, you have to re-educate your guest. You have to re-educate your future potential guests because a lot of people don't know what direct booking means. I mean, we, in 2016, when, when I was still based in Scarborough, there was a, a local news crew came down and we did a, a piece together. We went on Scarborough Seafront and we interviewed like 20 people like and tourists. Like, how did you book your stay uh, to come to Scarborough and majority of them said booking.com and we asked why and they spouted out the same old thing it was oh we got better rates better cancellation policies and it was like nah you get all of that when you when you book direct it's just really good marketing so us as hosts or us around this table right now this this virtual round table we're like having to re-educate hosts but hosts have to re-educate their guests and the best way to start is on your website on your homepage. Every single one of our websites, we have a benefits of booking direct section, and it's not in big fancy uh, paragraphs. It's just icons. It's just icons saying, you know, best rates, better incentives, et cetera, et cetera. And that, that really is a great place to start. And it, it doesn't just end at your website. It has to be everywhere. Every social media channel that you have, even in your property or properties, you know, you've got, you've got amazing uh, key parts of your property like your your fridge or your front door where you can just re-emphasize best rates when booked direct and i see so many people one of vinnie's customers ryan luke of um luke's days he's branded his pillows right now i've seen his pictures on social media he's branded his pillows we've branded saying best rates when you book direct it's all about re-educating your guests and it starts with your website fantastic that, that's really good advice mark i just hope ryan luke's face is not on those pillows um we can all hope for that um, and, uh, um i'm gonna stay <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna stay with that uh, i'm gonna stay with you mark um clearly there is uh, the otas play play a big part in um in in the in people's booking mix and they're not going to be able to um sort of overturn that straight away so you know what, what do you think though and I, this question probably goes to all of you afterwards as well what what's a healthy mix so you're not overly reliant on them well as much as like I say you can't go 100% OTA reliance and you can't go 100% direct bookings because you've got to use the might of the OTAs and the marketing messaging to, to, to draw the attention. And so, I mean, if you just go on the, the basis of a 50-50, that's, that's beautiful because then you've got a nice healthy mix. That's the, that's the starting point. I know so many people that are still 80% plus reliant on Airbnb or booking.com or Verbo or combined bringing in their bookings. That, that's too many. Let's try and first and foremost, let's just tweak it a little. I, I, ideally, our family business, we were always 80% direct. And then we used the OTAs for that 20% when we needed them. And it, and it worked really well for us. And it's been the, the massive shock to me since like, coming away from being running a day-to-day -day hospitality business to now helping hosts and just to see how much reliant they are on, on these OTAs to bring in their bookings. And March 2020 proved you shouldn't be doing so because literally like that, that day in March, everybody can remember it that's had a hospitality business, literally Airbnb just sort of went, doesn't matter what your policy is, anybody can cancel. <laughs> and it really messed up so many people. So many people didn't make it out of it. So let's just say if you're more than 80% reliant, you need to be listening to this uh, podcast, this interview and, and doing something about it to sort of start to tweak it back to at least 50, 50. Really good advice. Damien. Yeah, I would, you know, the, the, 
there's no there's no right or wrong percentages here. Um, you know, we we carried out a, a survey last year, and one of the questions was, you know, approximately what percentage of bookings of yours generated are from OTAs and uh, are direct. Now, the average probably was between fifteen and twenty percent. So across the board, generally, it is still quite low, but growing. Um, and I think in Europe, perhaps we're a little bit better than our North American cousins on this. Um, but it's still, this is something that's still growing. Guests still, for the most part, are not aware of these benefits at all. So as has as been touched on before, the education is hugely important. And it is our job to do that. You know, email marketing, as Vinny pointed out, for speaking and communicating with our guests and letting them know, hey, do you know what? There is another option out there. I'm sure we all have pals out there who their first uh, point of reference is booking.com. And they, they book a hotel there and they don't even dream of, of uh, actually trying to search for the hotel or the um, short-term rental property itself. Uh, it's just not even, it's not in their mindset. So we have to change that um, collectively and, um, in order to move forward. But we are, and guests are becoming more, a little bit more savvy too. So it's our job to, to get that brand in front of them, to get them to remember that brand as well. I think that's a really good point, Damien. And I guess, you know, another use of the OTA is to get one booking, isn't it? And, and then and then retarget um, which is a lot of what about what you've been talking about and uh, back to Ryan Luke's pillows right like it's a, it's a smart move it definitely is um, uh, Vinny obviously you're you've probably got a good insight on the the movement towards direct bookings data wise what what are you seeing what are you seeing with your clients generally what what's the mix for them yeah well I, I have the over the entire um, all bookings and uplisting and that's hundreds of thousands uh what have I got here? I got some numbers. So up uh, the first few months in 2022, 14% of our bookings are direct. Um, and that's compared to 55% in Airbnb, 26 in booking.com. Um, 2020, just to give you some history, 2020 was a bit of an outlier. We had 20, 22% of our bookings were direct. That was um, COVID related. Uh, but but uh, 2019, it was 9.5%. So there's definitely growth there over you know the past few years, at least on our platform. Um, we see a lot of... Uh, a lot of we have some we've got some members who uh do direct bookings incredibly well so we've got a few very large operators like ryan luke um in the service accommodation space in the uk like up to 500 properties and they will and they're very much you know their their um corporate stays are a big part of their um their bookings and you'll see these repeat bookings every week with this same same guests in the corporate stay so some some people do incredibly well others others not so much yet um it's a total spread we i, I always say aim for 30 percent um that's just based on something i saw one time years ago i think in the hotel space um but yeah we're not not quite at 30 percent yet I mean, it's, a, it's a young industry, isn't it, in many ways? And I do think that we're all finding our feet. Someone touched on, I think it was you, Mark, it was the, the, the COVID crisis. I mean, that's the first, for a lot of people in this industry, the first big travel crisis they've gone through, whereas the hotels have been through 9-11, lots of you know, countless things before, which stopped people traveling and moving around. And I think that was a wake-up call for everybody um, in terms of realizing that. You know, 100%. Sorry. It was a real, real uh, trigger for sure. Yeah, um, and obviously that you know the tools you, you guys are talking about, Vinny. I, I I think I think you mentioned it the uh, the the idea of a loyalty program, um, and I think this is great. Like, can you be a bit more uh, instructional in terms of that? Um, you know, what how someone could set out set out to do that? 
Well, well, it could be really simple. Um, it's just a, you know, a list of email addresses and you offer a promo code to your, to members to book again. You know, if they book multiple times, you can keep track of them. Um, say they've booked five times, they get a, an extra night uh, free, for example. So you can keep it, you know, fairly s- simple and manual, um, but then you can build that out and to be, to be a, a much smarter kind of solution. We, d- we don't have a built-in loyalty program with Uplisting at the moment or just yet, um, but uh, you can definitely build something out on a, you know, a Google spreadsheet sheet or Airtable or something and uh, keep track of um, how you know how many how many nights someone's staying it doesn't have to be too complicated not yet anyway not yet it's coming, not yet. It's coming. everything's coming yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it can go a step further it can go like a, a little step further and this is something that we did at our family business and it worked so well because as much as you dangle you know, the carrot, you've got to give an incentive. Like you've got to say like, listen, if you do this, there's something in return. So what we did at the farm is um, on our family business, and bear in mind, this is 2011 to 2016. So it's not recent, but so it's like the technology is there to make it even easier to do. But for every guest that recommended us, so they went home, they talked to their friends, their family, they put a picture up on social media, they talked to the coworkers or wherever. And if they recommended us and somebody booked and on the arrival form, if they mentioned their name, then what we did is we sent them Amazon vouchers or we sent them something in the post to say thank you. Like people love to get like a little thank you for, for, for sort of recommending. And most people will recommend you and not expect anything in, in return, but we all, would always offer that as an, as an incentive. And we found that people were much more likely to do so. It's amazing for marketing, because if there are any marketers watching this, like cost per acquisition and all that stuff, CAC, all that numbers that people geek over, it was simple. It was literally recommend us. Thank you very much. Here's a whatever Amazon voucher or whatever it may be, bottle of wine, whatever you want it to be. And it was it was such a cool little way because social proof out of all the selling out there, especially in this industry, social proof is the the biggest driver. If you've got a friend that's saying, I went there, I stayed there, it was amazing. They're going to go, oh, I'm just going to go and check that place out. Done. Don't even need to do all the research. They know that their friend who they they like and, and they've got a similar setup and like family and whatnot, they had an amazing time and they're going to be your best guests. So it's so easy to do. You don't need to have all this fancy dancy technology, but it, that technology is here and it is usable. And people like Vinny and, and myself are trying to implement it into what we do on a day to day. But it can be as simple as recommend us and you'll get X and it can be done really well and easy. Yeah, on on that, one thing that we're seeing a lot of is people um, going to influencers and providing them a promo code. So you can basically build a promo code, um, say, uh, summer 10 or something. And um, when they book direct, direct, they get 10% off. And you can then, um, as a host or as a property manager, see how many uh, redemptions there have been from this influencer. It's another way. It's not It's not quite a loyalty program, but kind of touches a bit more on what Mark's saying there. Uh, another way to uh, attract direct bookings. If you want to look at an uplisting client that is doing that really well, it's Shamil in Mayvella. So go check out Mayvella on Instagram. He's, a, he's an uplisting um, client and he works so well with it, with, with influencers, influencers, I say, mm-hmm. and, and people on Instagram. And like he, he does it so well and it's so easy. And, it, and again, it's so easy to implement. Leo, if I can just refer back to the, the point about loyalty here. I, I think oh. this is an area where we are really lagging behind hotels and the OTAs because we, you know, look, it's, it's going to be very hard for us to compete without the OTA experience anyway. You know, so many people, bookings.com, they know they're going to get their, their genius uh, discount 
that'll be their first point of contact. They, you know, they're not going to come generally to short-term rental, in, um, you know, uh, direct booking website and think, I'm going to get a great loyalty program there and I'm going to go back and back and back. You know, it's going to be very hard for us to compete with those, those OTAs. Uh, and, you know, if Airbnb does introduce one themselves, you know, it's going to make it extra difficult for us. But also hotel groups, you know, the Marriott have, have absolutely nailed this. Mm-hmm. And people do come back, you know, stay upon stay. So um, I, I think we, we're, we're, there's an opportunity there for us, um, but we, it, it's, we, we are lagging behind. There is a big gap there. And, uh, and I think this is, this is a, it's, it's an unfortunate one for the short-term rentals because I think otherwise direct bookings would be, uh, the numbers would be significantly higher if we, if we could somehow get that, that loyal, those loyalty kind of programs in place. It's, it's, it's simple. You just reduce what you offer on the OTAs and reserve them for when guests book direct. And this is something I've been saying a lot for the last three months. I went to Liverpool recently to watch a Liverpool game, amazing team. And what I stayed- Can we meet him? Can we meet him? No, fine. <laughs> I, I stayed in a, in a, in a short-term rental accommodation in Anfield, really nearby. And we walked in and it's an amazing place, brand new, lovely. And they, they offered literally free teas and coffees, uh, gave us a, a bottle of bubbly, et cetera, but it was just there. It was just literally out. And it, there wasn't a song and dance about it. And I said to him, like, literally go to your B&M, go buy one of those wicker hampers and just have it stored away and just me- make a note to the cleaning team that when a guest book's direct, you get that welcome hamper, you get the coffee, you get the tea and get whatever else you want to do to make it look nice and put it on the table when they arrive and say, thank you so much for, for booking direct direct with us. Here's, a, here's your welcome hamper. And just have that as a welcome hamper when you book direct. You're not having to spend any extra money. You're not having to go and do all these new systems and processes. They're already doing it. Just put it in a little wicker hamper and call it your book direct welcome hamper. It's, it's simple to implement. We're just trying to think in our heads, why are we making this so hard? I'm literally on the Premier Inn website right now. So the Premier Inn budget chain in the UK, they've got the Premier Inn um, loyalty program and it's, it's it's as simple as when you book direct with them you get free wi-fi it's like it's it's so easy that, that we that we can do this we just have to think a little outside the box we've got to just implement it into it and even if you just want to give it a name like we we had the granary the granary vips or the granaryites and all i did was i created a, a facebook group back in 2014 and we just invited all of our guests into there and we called it the granary vips we made people feel special and we built a community around our business. And I feel like looking at Uplisting, looking at Superhog, looking at my community and, and like the community that Damien's created, we're, we're creating a community and the community then promotes our business, right? And, and I think that's what every host needs to start doing. Build a community around your business and the people within your community, they will sing and dance and tell everybody in the world about how good you are. And what, whatever you want to do around it to make it beneficial to book direct, you just got to re-educate. So whether that is a welcome hamper, whether it is a bit earlier check-in or a bit of a late checkout, it's super easy to do. You just got to start to, to put some things in place. Thank you, Mark. All really good, simple offline things as well. That's important, offline stuff. Damien, anything to add on that marketing-wise? No, not at all. Um, no, I think that there are great perks to uh, to get people to book. Um, I, I, perhaps I, I'm just thinking in terms of, the, uh, you know, if we can give people a reason to know 
uh, that our brand, they can come back again and again and again and we'll get rewarded, you know? And uh, there, there are great examples of, of very simple ways to do it. Um, but, I, you know, perhaps I think there's, there's a more kind of official way that we can do it perhaps um, on, our, on our websites and make it, make it a little bit more obvious than, hey, you know, you're going to get another bottle uh, upon arrival or, or something like that, you know? Um, I think there's, there's ways, but we, as, as Mark says, we need to think out of the box but, but make it more obvious. I, I always go back to this thing. So my entry into the vacation rental world as a, as a punter was that we used to go to Devon every year as kids. And um, I probably shouldn't reveal this because my dad might get in trouble, but I'll reveal it anyway. I think the only reason we went to Devon was because he could, he could expense his petrol for his job. Um, he, he's retired now, so, so it's fine. But yeah, I hope he's not listening. And um, anyway, we used to go to Devon and what happened is they'd find they'd find this place in a magazine and then they'd meet the host and then they'd go back year on year. So the repeat rates must have been incredible back in those days because people were so hard to find something decent because search was so challenging that actually you'd uh, you'd just go back. He would definitely be expensing his, pe- his petrol at the moment, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know what? I think the familiarity goes a long way, you know, and in my, my place in Spain, we have probably about eight or nine guests come back every year because they love the familiarity. They don't want to go to the hassle of trying to find a new place because they know that one place is special. They know it's there. It exists and that they're going to have a great time. You know, so I think that is that's almost half the job. If you provide a great uh, guest experience or at least a decent one, uh, you have a pretty good chance of, of getting these people to come back again and again. What, what Damien's just nailed down 100% is that you've got to know your customer avatar. You've got to know who you're appealing to because people that travel to a place in Spain may be different to the people that are going to travel to a, a Birmingham city centre. So you've got to first and foremost, look at your property, look at where your property is located and figure out exactly who you're appealing to. Because when you figure that out, this all becomes so much easier because, and, and it, you know, it's really, it is a bit of a challenge to do this. This is something that you're going to need a bit of advice and guidance around cough, $20 book It's there. But then once you've figured that out and once you've, and once you've figured that specific bit out, you'll know who comes to the area, how often do they come back? Why are they booking? They're booking motives. And then you can work with someone like Louise Brace at Rental Tonic. And then she'll be just be able to pin it all together. And then you'll have a beautiful looking website. And the words are actually speaking to the people that you want to attract into your property. Perfect. I think I think I think you're dead right. This is this is some some really great advice. Can we talk about trust and safety for a minute? I don't think you'll all let me talk about that for a second. I'm sure, won't you? Like, um, one of the reasons why people are a bit addicted to the well, I think you know they, they perceive the OTAs as safe because they feel safe from a insurance and a security perspective. Mark, how how would you answer that one? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean we're talking about Airbnb air cover. It was very widely promoted at the back end of last year, just like they would do if they're going to do something like this. I want to sing and song and dance about it. And it's really funny that recently booking.com are trying to play catch up now with something similar. But I mean, if, if you look at it, and this is why Damien mentioned right at the very start, people get in their little blanket and they don't want to move. They don't want to leave. They don't want to go to like the, the direct booking side because they feel like Airbnb is covering them. But all air cover is, is just really good marketing. That is literally it because as somebody on this call with us right now, they have a company that offers the protection and the safety to guests and owners, which is exactly what air cover is, is, is offering. 
And I feel like if hosts just did a Google search and just had a look and just saw what was out there, they'd realize that everything that Aircover gives you is there and available in direct booking terms. And this is why, you know, I love Superhog. I talk about it all the time on clubhouse rooms and just wherever. And the amount of times that I say, and this is what's really must be encouraging for you, Leo, and the company that's, that's behind you is, is that I mention it so many times on clubhouse rooms and I still get people messaging me after saying, what's that word you said? Because they don't understand my accent, even though I spell it. <laughs> I, uh, I talk about it so much and I'm having to type afterwards. Afterwards, I, sh- I literally should be a shareholder in this company. <laughs> I talk about it so much. But yeah, it, it's there and it's available. Just stop being lazy, do a search or just go to them directly. They're literally in my left of me where I see on a Zoom window. Um, and I think, uh, thank you, Mark. And I think it does add that point, doesn't it? It's, it's what, we, what we've talked about through this call is do your research and try lots of different little things, lots of different techniques. And um, a part of that is making sure you've got your own trust and safety um, you know, process. It leads me on shamelessly to ask all of you the next question, I think, which is what, what do you advise people when it comes to damage deposits? How, how are you t- telling people to, to tackle them? Um, Damien, let's start with you. Oh, well, yeah, there's only one answer to that. You know, you know that. Um, but, you know, I, I think we, we touched upon this, you know, with, with Airbnb, how, you know, people, they, they, they feel safe in, in that bubble. And, uh, and we need to make them realize that actually, you know, it's not that difficult. And there are tools now out there that not only, you know, help you take a damage deposit, but that actually help you not to have to take a damage deposit, which make a direct booking even easier. Because we all know, you know, we, we've booked on Airbnb and, and a lot of these listing sites where sometimes the, the deposit that they hold is ridiculously large. Uh, it's, it can be more than the actual cost of the rental itself. So, um, you know, that, that, that can put people off in itself. So I think we need to um, em- embrace all of those extra tools and uh, really just, you know, just come out of that, that safe little bubble that we think is safe. But in actual fact, when it comes down to it, if you're going to have issues um, there, you know, these, these uh, policies are not necessarily going to cover you at all. Yeah, I think, I think that's fair, isn't it? Um, guys, I think we've kept our audience long enough. Absolute masterclass from, from you three. And again, sorry, Cindy couldn't have been with us. I'm sure she would have added, um, added her, her own element to it as well. Um, any closing thoughts? Let's go around. Vinny, anything from you? Closing thoughts on direct bookings. Uh, it's, I mean, it's the market's booming for SDRs. Direct bookings is going to become, I think, more and more important as the market professionalizes. You need to have your own brand. Um, you need to be really standing out, and, and direct bookings is is critical. I think um, to, as part of a long term, short term rental strategy, uh, we we can see it going in our platform. We're going to do thirty million dollars this year in direct bookings for our members. That was fourteen last year. That's a lot. Like it's huge growth, at least within our even our own community. It's huge. Um, so yeah, direct bookings it has to be a part of your strategy. Um, you need to get started, and you can get started today. You can have your first direct booking tomorrow if you wanted. Yeah. Thank you, Vinny. Uh, Mark. Yeah. So one thing to close on, and this is something that we're noticing in, in our community being mentioned a lot, is that on the back of the pandemic, um, people, and this is your future potential guests, even if they're on the, the actual credit card section of your direct booking page, they are still wanting to ask questions. They're wanting that personalized experience. So it's really important on your website. And this is something that we're implementing like, as of yesterday is we're implementing live chat tools. Uh, on every single one of our on, on our websites because even at 
even at the point of booking, the guest is still wanting to ask a question X, Y, or Z. It's sort of going back what it was 20 years ago, 20 years ago when there was no instant book, you had to inquire, you had to like sort of chat to the host before making a booking. We're sort of going back to that where everybody wants to ask these little questions before actually pressing the book button. So if my one bit of advice to everybody would be have some form, some of live chat on your website, even if you're just sending someone to your, your WhatsApp number, have that in place. And if you're not wanting to do the extra admin, hire somebody. It's so easy now to hire a virtual team member. There's so many amazing resources to do so. And that would be the one thing that I would recommend. And if you want to get a direct booking right now, open your phone, Find 10 of your contacts, people that know, like, and love and trust you and type them four little words. Do you know anyone? Do you know anyone that needs accommodation in X? Send that out consistently over the next sort of 10 days to 10 different people. And like Vinny said, you'll easily get a diary book and they're there. You just need to go and work for them. Brilliant advice. Brilliant advice. Damien? Yeah, echo what the guys have said. Um, I think for me, probably the, the main message for anyone who's on the cusp of, you know, jumping into this this whole new world is that it's not it's not as daunting as it may seem we we get bombarded by tech out there you know uh your tech is great by the way um leo but uh we, we do uh, and Vinny uh and mark all, all of your tech is fantastic um but you know it it doesn't need to be that daunting take it one step at a time you do not need to implement all of these bits of technologies at the exact same time do what's right for you to start off with. Work with your website or whatever it is you need to, to take that first initial step. And then, you know, you can look at tacking things on. But um, but just one step at a time, I think, is important so you don't get too daunted by the whole process. Brilliant. Well, thank all three of you for some fantastic advice. I'm off to get some super hog pillows made. Thank you so much for checking out today's podcast episode. Now, before you head and go anywhere else, before you click to the next episode, before you do that, do me one big favor and go check out boostly.co.uk forward slash trust. IPRAC are the sponsors of all of the Boostly content. And the reason why I work with them and the reason why we spread the message of IPRAC is that when a host or a company is looking to get more into direct bookings, the main question they have is around trust. As in, will a guest trust that I am a true and real business? Will IPRAC take care of all of that? And they've got a special offer that is only available to Boostly people. But to do that, you need to go to Boostly, which is B-O-O-S-T-L-Y.co.uk forward slash trust. You can find out all the information there. You can book in a demo, book in a call, and then you will get your super special offer that is only available to Boostly people's. Thank you again for tuning in. Do go check out iPRAC. We'll be back again very shortly with another podcast episode. But until then, we'll see you all very soon. Take care.